What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is episode number 190. We're here on Tuesday, June 9th. I didn't know what day of the week it was here at first. <laughs> it's all one big blur. It's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone actually did that on one of my meetings last week. They're like, all right, talk to you next week. And I'm like, what do you mean next week? Next it's, week. Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But before we jump into the show today, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know, we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's reelection and will be working very hard for it over the next five months. Uh, President Trump's birthday is coming up on Sunday, June 14th. There's no better time to express your gratitude for our president and all the work he does for our great nation than by taking a moment to wish him a happy birthday. All you have to do is text REJOICE to 88022 to wish your favorite president a happy birthday. Again, that's R-E-J-O-I-C-E, REJOICE, to 88022 to wish President Trump a happy birthday and to join him in the fight to keep America great for four more years. And uh, we would hope that you will join us in supporting President Trump's re-election and joining the Trump army. And uh, I think that it's going to be a good summer, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You see the economy is rebounding. The stock market has reached on the Nasdaq has reached an all-time high, high this morning high. crossing 10,000 for the first time. Yeah. Uh and this is all in the background of uh or the backdrop of mm-hmm. the left saying that they want to defund the police. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> which, you know, used to be a total fringe left-wing radical opinion. Yeah. Not so much anymore. No. It's bad. It is very I mean, bad. It's bad. I mean, well, they're, then, they're doing it. In Minneapolis, they're going to do it. And so. then you have the left saying, well, that doesn't mean actually defund. Yeah. Like, I, what do you mean? Yeah, you, no. You're saying defund. I saw, defund. I, I saw, you mean remove funding from the police. <laughs> I saw a funny tweet where uh, I didn't mean – when I say behead the monarch, I don't mean it literally. Just that <laughs> I want to take my grievances to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. It's so ridiculous. And the White House is blasting the appalling defund the mob – or defund the police mob. Yeah. And uh, let's take a listen to what President Trump has to say yesterday, basically saying we will never defund the police and drawing a very clear red line in the sand, a red line that will be enforced, unlike President Obama. Our police are described as the blue line in American society between peace and chaos, between order and anarchy. And that thin blue line has done quite a bit. Just looking at 2018 numbers, um, murder arrest 11,970, robbery arrest 88,130, aggravated assault 395,800, violent crime arrest 495,900. That's police officers who are doing the arresting. You eliminate police officers, um, you will have chaos, crime, and anarchy in the streets. And that's something that's unacceptable to the president. They have it. Very clear. They have it. And uh, I don't know, you, you know, policing is a local issue. So yeah, there's is. not, I don't know that there's so much that can be done from a federal uh, level to prevent that, similar to how we have the sanctuary cities and funding, et cetera. But we'll see what happens there. Uh, well, I can just, tell you, yeah. I can tell you that. The only people that support defunding the police are radical leftists in general under the age of yeah, 50. The, men, the, mentally, the mentally ill, to be honest. You know? Yeah. It's, who's going to protect you if there's yeah. no police, right? You had uh, – and we're going to talk a little bit more about this later. But you had I the am. council president from Minneapolis yeah. on CNN uh, when Allison Camerata asked, who am I going to call if I'm being robbed? Yeah. She says, well, that's a question from a place of privilege. I, oh, my God. So now it's white privilege to say that you don't want to be robbed? Or that you want to have a police department that yeah. protects? I know. Like, well, for, hey, it's for, fine. Let's bring back the rifle clubs. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, for every for every bad police story that gets all the national attention, there's two good police stories. Yeah. Like, I just saw one earlier on Facebook about how this guy, his motorcycle broke down on the side of the road. Baltimore police in the hood pulls yeah. up and helped him fix it yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah. Like, these are the things that don't get any media attention. But Storm, and, that's counterproductive to the narrative. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. about, you know, remember, everything's racist. Racist, right. racist. Yeah, yeah. Their, their yeah, message okay, is that— I, I, sh- I shouldn't say it. Admittedly, there are—yes, there are aspects of our criminal justice system that are racist, but it is overblown. Well, it's hugely overblown. It's overblown. I mean, if you look at the actual numbers here, yeah. the black community disproportionately commits crime. Yes. I mean, that's just a fact, yes. right? They could yes. say it's racist all they want, but that is just yes. a fact. And if you read Heather McDonald, she has a the Manhattan Institute. She has an excellent op-ed in the Wall Street Journal about the myth of systemic police racism. Right. There are multiple yep. studies from, from the DOJ under Obama, by the way, on down that completely guts this notion that 
there is systemic police racism, mm-hmm. or 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 that it is a, an issue that that the Black Lives Matter people think that it is. I mean, it's 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 overblown. Yeah, it's and not... Senate Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell yeah. obviously is not a fan of this idea. Yeah. And uh, let's take a listen to this clip here, where he basically says that the American people are too smart to take such a fringe effort seriously. Yeah. Let's take a listen. Then the vast majority of brave police officers cannot be lumped in with the very worst examples of heinous behavior. It's that simple. But instead, we're already seeing outlandish calls, defund the police or abolish the police, take root within the left-wing leadership class. The president of the city council in Minneapolis has proclaimed she can imagine a future without police. One of her fellow council members put it even more clearly. This council is going to dismantle this police department. To be clear what this effort is about, one of the local groups informing this push in Minnesota has literally stated that arts programs and mental health resources will be more effective at stopping crime than armed cops. Instead of, quote, dangers armed with guns, they say other professionals like social workers should be the ones to, quote, respond to crises in our community. I'm all for social work and mental health. But call me old-fashioned. I think you may actually want a police officer to stop a criminal and arrest him before we try to work through his feelings. <laughs> I love when he goes, call me old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, but that's that's what this election I mean, this is this is now gonna become a huge election issue, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is do yeah. you support defunding the police departments? And it doesn't necessarily mean totally defunding. It yeah. means taking money. Police yeah. officers are already criminally underpaid in many localities, not yeah. all. Yeah. Like here, for example, in Fairfax County, the police officers are paid pretty much what they should be for putting their lives on the line to protect the community every day, right? But then you have places like New York City and urban areas where they're much more dangerous than Fairfax County, Virginia, and they don't get paid nearly as much. So how can you reconcile that, especially with New York City with the cost of living through the roof, right? And these guys are going out there, and women, Mm -hmm. are going out there to put their lives on the line every day to – for a vast majority of them, 99% of cops are good. Yeah. Right. They go out there and put their lives on the line to protect yeah. us. And then they get treated with this like vitriolic. You're just a monster, terrible person for wanting to protect your community. I know. I don't get that. And yeah. and you see in droves, police officers are retiring, resigning, quitting in, in massive numbers, yeah. especially in New York City. Yeah. I mean, in a span of three days, we had 200 cops injured in New York yeah. City. That's not just a coincidence. Yeah. They were getting things thrown at them. Bricks. Beaten, yeah, run over by cars. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, it is a tough job. And even here, you know, the, I mean, one of the issues that is underreported because it goes against the you know the Democrat narrative on immigration. You know, Fairfax County has a very big MS thirteen problem. Yes, and yep. and Fairfax County Police, Alexandria Police, they they have to deal with the 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 mutilated bodies that that are found in the parks and everything. That is. Gross again, grossly underreported. So I mean, it is, it is dangerous, even even out here. So right. Um, yeah, it, being it's, a police officer is dangerous everywhere because yeah. in a second's notice oh, yeah. you could be yeah. you could be eye to eye with a I mean, criminal with a weapon. I mean, I mean the, that's the, how it goes. I mean, the mindset is. I mean, I I did a police simulator uh, because it's at the law enforcement museum in, in D.C. before the lockdown with Mr. Producer, and um, let me tell you something. You know that mindset of you know an eleven year old with a shotgun is just as deadly with, as a forty five year old man with a shotgun, and you mm-hmm. have to have that mindset of you know what I might have to shoot this person in self defense. Mm-hmm. You know you have to treat anybody. In a situation, especially tra- routine traffic stops, as someone who could possibly kill you, it's a very mm-hmm. it's a, it's a very difficult job. But um, well, and you, you have know. you have agitators like Al Sharpton, yeah. who's made literally oh my God. who's made a fortune off of race, race baiting, baiting in yeah. this country, yeah, turning the yeah. races against each other. Yeah, and now he's saying that well, defund the police is a misleading slogan. Oh my God! Well, when you're explaining, you're losing. Isn't that politics one on one story? Well, after they realized how badly this could play for them, yeah. they immediately started making well, excuses. Because if if you read all the f-ing 
op-eds, defund the police is the first step to abolishing the police. They even right. admit that in, 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 in plain English. So And look, <laughs> look what's happening in Minneapolis. Oh, my God, yeah. They're disbanding the police. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Well, my, 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 the best part is it's beyond reform. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, they said, well, let's go to the Camden model, right? You've heard about the Camden model from New I Jersey. I have, but what, what is Basically, the, yeah. what they did was they fired everybody and brought in an entire new, larger police force oh. and more funded. <laughs> okay. So All right. I, they don't know what they're talking about in you know saying, oh, we should go to the Camden model of disbanding the police. Yeah, they disbanded yeah. the existing department, yeah. but then brought in a county-controlled department yeah. at double the size and funding of the original yeah. See, force. See, folks, this is what happens so. when you when you govern by uh, you know the spark notes only. Yeah, you emotional bullshit. You, you, you kind of miss the conclusion of the story. <laughs> it's emotional bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. And speaking God. of emotional bullshit, I mean yeah. totally embarrassing. Yeah. The police chief in Webster, Massachusetts, taking part in a Black Lives Matter protest demonstration yeah. outside of the town city hall on Saturday. And the chief decided to lay face down with everybody else. on the yeah. pavement. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. That's what they're all doing out there. It's just totally unbelievable. As if this is going to win you any yeah. favor. It's a little creepy. I mean, did you see the story of the the white leadership of a town washing the feet of the protesters? Yeah, I think cops to, were also involved. To repent too, yeah. for their sins? Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me with this shit? Although, I will say what he said afterwards was actually pretty good. I mean, okay. You know what I'm trying to say? But you still don't do that. I know, like, yeah. I do yeah, not yeah. like the optics of any... Kowtowing to a mob. I right. That's not good. You're, you you're the law enforcement officer. The mob is telling you yeah. to kneel before them. You don't do that. Yeah. You're supposed to be the enforcement officer. You're yeah. supposed to be the position of authority. Yeah. You're, once you become subjugated by the mob... Yeah. Not good. Your position, no, your credibility no, no, and position is, of authority is, is very gone. creepy. It's it's very creepy. And, and we all, you know, know... That President Trump is an ardent supporter of law enforcement. This morning, uh, President Trump essentially tweeted that the old man who everybody's seen in Buffalo, the old white man who took a spill on the concrete after police shoved him, yeah. and and apparently cracked his head open allegedly. Well, he, uh, he, he yeah. The, it turns out that he could be could be yeah. a professional agitator. Some describe him in that context. Yeah. And President Trump tweeted this morning could be an Antifa provocateur, and could this be a setup? There's video that's now come out of the few minutes before the mm -hmm. encounter, yeah. and then even more of a few minutes before the encounter, where the, the BLM crowd is saying, don't come down here causing an issue. Yeah, The guy was saying to them he came down there for fun, and he had a helmet. So he clearly was there to cause an issue, yeah. right? It's not just some innocent old guy. I love how everyone's defending the old guy as if old people can't have, like, yeah. nefarious goals. Yeah. It was, well, like... I mean, have, has, has anyone seen Grey Dawn, South right. Park? <laughs> and I've, always, and I've always said from the start here that there was more to this story, and I think yeah. there is more to this story. And we're going to find out exactly uh, what the story is as yeah. part of probably the we, prosecution uh, of these officers. But there's a reason... We might have a column about it, too, by the way. There's a reason that the police force, the entire re reaction response force there, yeah. resigned. Yeah. 57 or 58 of them out of the 64s resigned over the two that were charged in this matter. So there's clearly something going on here. And even the mayor himself of Buffalo had said that there was some signs that he was an agitator and specifically trying to get the police to do something. And then and then look, the media ate it up, lock, yeah. stock, and barrel, like yeah. usual, right? Yep. And... Never mind that, you know, a couple cops got run over in Buffalo. Uh, well, yes, this is on the heels so, of yeah. the, the car charging the police yeah. line and running people over, shots being fired at the Buffalo police officers. It's not like this was, you know, totally peaceful and then this was the one unprovoked well, act right yeah. here. Yeah. And it, it looks like there was also an electronic uh, factor to this, that he was trying – to, he was seen holding his cell phone and manipulating it as he approaches and making contact with the officers, pressing it against one and then the other. Um, there's there's theories from sites such as Wired, which are not conservative news no, sites, no. saying that he could have been using Bluetooth Wi-Fi or something like that to uh, capture radio and or cell phone data from the officers, which is a violation of both state and federal laws. He also violated New York law by trying to push through the police line. That's a New York law. I mean, he also has a bunch of tweets 
voicing his disdain for the police and and saying that one protester got hit in the eye with something it's time an eye for an eye yeah right yeah so this isn't he isn't just some innocent guy yeah and there's a lot more to this story and obviously this morning everybody said oh president trump shouldn't tweeted that well i say let's get to the bottom of the truth yeah right he's the president he can tweet whatever he wants right I agree and also well. and, and okay okay he he, it's, he may have some bad tweets i don't care I'm, right. a, I'm a base voter i vote republican no matter what mm-hmm. so you know what i'm moving on yep and Everyone's like, oh, hey, look at these tweets. I'm just like, okay, so. Well, the thing is, you know, so? they say all these things on Twitter, and they expect the president to just sit there silently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the hypocrisy of the entire situation, and I that's what I hate, right? Yeah. Like, if you weren't spewing vile hate towards the president, he wouldn't have to go on Twitter. Or if you were telling the truth in the media, he wouldn't have to go. Well, on or Twitter. he wouldn't want to f- with you, right? <laughs> yep. I mean, that's I mean, ninety percent of the time he's just f- with them. Yep. And so yesterday. At the White House. Or no, let's talk about this first. So yeah. the Democrats' moment of silence yesterday, which was one big photo op. You remember that oh, term yeah. from last week? Yeah. Uh, totally horrific. It's bad. And I mean, it's been so mean. what exactly did they do oh, and what's the outrage? Okay, here? basically, okay, they held a moment of silence for George Floyd, quarterbacked by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, but they all wore traditional African garb. I think kente cloth? Yeah, kente believe, cloth, kente yeah. Cloth. Which yeah. is actually only a Ghana it's thing. It's a Ghana thing. It's not thing. even just a. Yeah, African sorry. Thing. Excuse me. Yeah, look at that. It's, it's a yeah. Ghana thing. Uh, represents, I believe, like the, the, the tribal history or, mm-hmm. or whatever. It, it, it's, it's, it's traditional, you know, Ghana garb. And they decided to all wear it because, you know, they're, they're white liberals and Democrats and they want to, you know, it was, hey, black voters, we're still here <laughs> type of op ed, mm-hmm. photo op, excuse me, photo op. And um, yeah, it's cultural. And they got trashed by black Twitter for, for culturally appropriating, and rightfully so. Right, it's essentially so. it's essentially going in blackface, pretty yeah, much. It's, yeah, right. it really is. It's blackface without the makeup. So, I mean, then, that's why, you know, Ralph Northam probably uh, a few tips. But. Yeah, and Ralph Northam, Governor yeah. Blackface. Yeah. Uh, and then Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or should I just say AOC, uh, accused Kaylee McEnany, press secretary at the White House, of being a racist because yeah, yeah. because uh, she says that McEnany purposefully stripped her title for racist purposes. Well, not not to mention that uh, the congresswoman was clearly wrong, right? Yes, she um, did call them. She con- did call them yes, congresswomen. These the fact that you have sitting congresswomen wanting to defund the police, notably Rashida Tlaib and notably Biden advisor AOC. A former Clinton and Eric Holder spokesperson, Brian Fallon, wanting to defund the police. It's extraordinary. She said that this is back to a uh, you know white supremacist trope of stripping the titles of minority women, right? That's what she said? Yeah. And Some, something along those lines of being just, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? I know. Read the transcript. In fact, McEnany tweeted out the transcript, so... So, That's just the level of yeah. ridiculous that we've reached in this country now, that like yeah. you have sitting congresswomen... Saying that the press secretary is a racist because yeah. she didn't say their title, but she actually did. Fact check. She tweeted I mean, that. So fact. Where's the fact check? Twitter. No, I know. Twitter. Fact check. I know. And and it's you, still up, by the way. It hasn't been deleted. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And you have also in L.A. a defense lawyer, Mark McBride, yeah, who's now under LAPD investigation after his Instagram posts called for police to be murdered. Yeah. And offered free representation to anyone who kills a cop. Yeah. Huh? He, well, and this is exactly what go. he said. Quote, quote, these sucking low IQ <laughs> can't get into law school jarheads need an asphalt nap. Oh, quote. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> these people are just totally unhinged. Yeah. I mean, this is what we've reached in this country now. You have lawyers openly calling for cops to be killed. Yeah. Well. And, that's, and that's the bigger issue here with the entire Black Lives Matter movement. Right, mm-hmm. you could be in in, uh, I guess, appreciation or agreement with the phrase, but the organization itself really is a terrorist organization. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've openly called for the murder of cops. Yeah, they have openly called for cop killers to be absolved of their crimes. Mm-hmm. You remember the New Jersey cop yeah. killer? What's uh, what's her name? The, the one, one in the, Cuba. The one, yeah, the for the Cuba. I forget her name. Joanne something yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah. But she she's a criminal in New Jersey, well-known cop-killing criminal, yeah. and they want her to be pardoned, yeah. essentially. So the things that they support are not mainstream ideas, no. right? So that's the issue that I have with that whole group there. And 
Now you have up in Minnesota, more Democrats in the news here. Minnesota Democrats seek federal aid to rebuild after riots. Jacob Fry has to resign for them to get that aid. That should be the condition. Yeah, well, I don't think that they should get any federal disaster money. Because, one, they made the decision to pull out the police. Two, they made the decision to call in the guard late when it was clearly an escalating situation. I called it from the start that this was going to turn into a riot. Yeah. It was clearly a protest. They were throwing the police yep. then they started looting and rioting yep. it was very clear where this and then was they going. try and then they try to blame like you know roving bands of non-existent neo-nazis for causing the chaos which so, was wrong which even was the left-wing ridiculous. splc said that that was ridiculous yeah, i know so there's no i mean they there should be a lot of strings attached to this aid if they're going to i don't think that there should be well any they're going to get they're going to get it so, i don't think so i honestly something. don't think so because it's going to take congress to appropriate yeah. that and that's not going to happen yeah. the republicans are not going to let that happen unless there is especially after they're disbanding the police department. Well, yeah, I know. So we're going to dump, you know, a couple billion dollars into the city to just have it destroyed later on once the police are disbanded. (laughs) Yeah. Or after this guy is not guilty because that's probably what's going to happen because the prosecutor here, I mean, Keith Ellison, moron. Not to mention a race-baiting, left-wing Antifa supporting nut job himself. We also have seen what happens when, uh, you know, Marilyn Mosby in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. She overreached. Yeah, this is an overreach. And, and listen, um, you can make the case. Things got that, messier. You can make the case that they're guilty of murder two, but they would have been much safer going with murder three. That's a slam dunk case. Yeah. This is 50 50, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to a lot of prosecutors yeah. that say when you take the autopsy, the video evidence, put it all together, and, and the fact that this tactic was an approved department method. I don't know. Yeah, there's a... Uh, You're just setting yourself up for failure. That yeah. Maybe that's what they want. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. that's what they yeah, want. Yeah, maybe. maybe. But yeah, no, agree. That's not... Because um, when you go to murder two, you're, you're putting more burden on the prosecutor yeah. with, you know, lacking evidence, right? You have the yeah. evidence, but do you really have proof of, you know, intention, yeah. right? Can you prove what was in this officer's mind saying, yeah. oh, yeah, I definitely want to lean on this guy's neck yeah. and kill him? Yeah. How do you prove that? Yeah. Right, and, and and that's also the reason why, I think that was probably the uh, you know meet meeting the family halfway because the family obviously wanted the officer Chauvin to be charged with, with first degree murder, which is an incre- incredibly difficult mm-hmm. to prove, especially in this case. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, there are first degree murder cases that are easy to prove, like you know hit me right, and stuff. right. But in this case, I'm excuse me, in this case, it'll be very hard to. Well, prove you're talking that. premeditation, yeah. So you're like saying Chauvin, that, that God, yeah, he you're saying that this, officers started yeah. his day saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to kill yeah. some black or, guy," or or planned it for weeks. I mean, right. come on. Right. I mean, it, that's that's. Yeah, I agree with you. I think third degree murder was probably you know, they should have gone much with safer that, bet. But. Much safer bet. Same thing with the other officers. I mean, aiding and abetting you know, second degree murder. Right. I mean, now it's a conspiracy. Now you got to prove that there's a yes. conspiracy. Now yep. that's. Proving conspiracies very difficult. Very difficult. The secret, is, yeah, yeah. You know that's why I've been saying it. Yeah. They're overreaching yeah. here, and, and not not in a like sense of yeah what's visually apparent yeah. right but what's technically law apparent here yeah. right and you still have to follow the law exactly. it's just not a, it's you can't just have a lynch mob yeah. and they're probably going <laughs> to get the venue changed yeah, yeah. and if they well, get the venue to. changed yeah, they're gonna have to you know all you need is one all you yeah. need is one doubting it yeah. so i mean and, and there was no reason to do this i mean um in terms of you know i mean marilyn mosby there was a lot of allegations that 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 she overcharged to quell the unrest in baltimore mm-hmm. which was still ongoing the the unrest in minneapolis was more or less t- you know dying down when right. ellison decided right. to upgrade the charges so I, eh. again Noth- it's, <sighs> it's making nothing decisions will satisfy to- the mob guys right. nothing satisfies the mob mm-hmm. so i totally think, agree I think they should do what was legally uh, realistic, and but you know Ellison is is, is a far left winger. Mm-hmm. You know he believes in the in the Sanderite revolution. Although even Bernie Sanders is starting to get trashed for you know everyone's like we, we don't care about your revolution right now. We're, well, doing, we're doing something better right now. So. Well, they even Bernie you know, Sanders is getting help from his Keith side. Ellison loves Antifa. He's yes. a huge Antifa. His supporter. son uh, supports Antifa, I believe, yeah. right? So not to mention, I mean, Keith Ellison's taking a picture with the Antifa handbook, yes. smiling. Yes. Like, it's very clear what he supports. So. And, you know, this is just another trend of Democrats saying, do as I say, not as I do, right? They have before. Yeah, they have before. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Okay. It doesn't make a difference I for know. us. <laughs> but, <laughs> the, so in Northern Virginia, Sorry. Governor Blackface just said that we can now enter phase two on Friday. Yeah. Only three weeks late, yeah. but now we can enter phase two. I guess the constant uh, badgering of him because he's letting thousands of people protest in the streets yeah. but not letting people go to restaurants yeah. finally got to him. And that's why I think that's why New Jersey lifted their stay-at-home order today as well yes. because, because yep. Phil Murphy and that's, <laughs> went out protesting. And ironically enough, that's in the do as I say, not as I do category yeah. here. We have Governor Whitmer who ignored social distancing guidelines and surrounded by people without masks doing a protest for Black Lives Matter. We have Governor Murphy joining Black Lives Matter protests, uh, even as others fight tickets from police for gatherings, right? Yeah. Churches uh, especially. You have Democrat senators here in D.C. caught at restaurants with no masks and – uh, not to mention that most restaurants are still locked down, so it looks like they got special uh, oh, special entry, treatment. special wow, treatment. Special yeah. treatment. So, you know, never forget, the rules don't apply to them. Yeah. It only applies to us. That's yeah. how they work in D.C. Yeah. And that's why, more so than ever this election, it's very clear who the D.C. establishment wants in power, and that's Joe Biden. Because they can manipulate him, they can make him do whatever they want. And the President Trump is, you know, he's been president for three and a half years, but he's still the outsider to them because he's coming in here like a bull in a china shop and tearing up their gravy train, tearing up all their power establishment agreements. Like all of that has been torn up. That's why they're so upset. And you have the unrest continuing in several major cities, mostly on the West Coast, but you have uh, in Seattle – the, and this is this is a very interesting story here because this is going to be uh, essentially a trial run for what Antifa is trying to do in taking over major American cities. You have the Seattle City Council, right? They tell Trump they don't want troops, National <laughs> Guard troops, National yeah. Guardsmen to be deployed to the city as protests and clashes with police continue. You now have the Seattle Police Force essentially abandon – one of their precincts. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and Antifa <laughs> has now set up a, what they're calling, free zone. Oh, my God. Which has Antifa roadblocks. And basically, this city, this, like, eight-square-block city area is, now is under control of wow. Antifa. Wow, The police wow. have essentially ceded control. Yeah. And I, it's absolute chaos out there. I mean, they're spray-painting the cameras— you know, what are they what do you think they're gonna do? Right? The police have no control over this area. So uh and I believe it's the Capitol Hill area of Seattle, which I, I think is pretty close to the seat of government there. Yeah. So what are they gonna do? They're just gonna let these these anarchists run the town? I I think that's setting up for a total disaster there, where President <laughs> Trump may have to order some guardsmen and <laughs> oh, if the state won't, oh won't you know, request it. But then again, remember, Washington State is uh, – what's his name? Uh, Inslee. Oh, Inslee. Oh, yeah. So who knows if he'll request it, right? So now we're setting up oh, for won't. another – we're he setting won't. up for another uh, power argument he here. Won't. And uh, our own Julio Rosas, a great reporter for townhall.com, just landed in Seattle. And he will be reporting live for townhall.com for the next few days. Uh, of course, you can follow him uh, at Julio underscore Rosas 11. And of course, you can follow the Town Hall Twitter account at townhall.com. And we will keep you up to the uh, up to the minute updates on what's going on there. Portland is also another big issue. Um, California has kind of died down, which is yeah. surprising. Yeah. Um, they yeah. were able to pull the guard out of out of Los Angeles. The police have control. Yeah. Um, another city that's a problem is Chicago. They're still struggling to regain full control of the city. And now there's been some damning releases of phone call recordings between the mayor and the city's 50-something aldermen because when on Sunday when the rioting was reaching its peak and on Monday, yeah. the guard was only protecting ma the major part of downtown. Mm -hmm. And the police did not have enough force to protect everywhere else. So South and West Chicago was totally ravaged. Oh, Jesus. Businesses totally destroyed. Yeah. Like, destruction. And we haven't heard much about this. No. But destruction, like, I haven't seen. I mean, I think it might be one of the worst hit cities of anything. Yeah. Besides Minneapolis. And... They also had their bloodiest day in terms of homicides in right. 60 years. The police are losing control yeah. there significantly. Yeah. 18 people were murdered on May 31st. Yep. Worst, and you don't hear anything... Six, six decades. You don't hear anything out of Black Lives Matter on no. that. No. 
So the double standard again. And Attorney General Barr is responding to media lies about the D.C. riots and Trump's demand to send in troops. Uh, Attorney General Bill Barr gave an interview to Margaret Brennan on CBS's Face the Nation on Sunday. He was asked about some some news reports about Trump demanding 10,000 active duty troops ordered into American streets. Barr said that was completely false. And then Barr said that he, along with Secretary of Defense Mark Esper and others resolved or others involved in the decision-making process, all agreed that troops should only be deployed as a last resort. So that was a total lie yeah. out of the media, right? And then let's not forget the lie about uh, Trump going to hide in the bunker. That was yeah. actually forced by the Secret Service. Yeah. And, and the Secret the sec- Service then, said that they couldn't guarantee protection. Yeah. That, so what does that tell you? That shouldn't be happening in America. Yeah. They were rioting at the White House gates. Yeah. And then they cleared Lafayette Park, yeah. which has become this huge scandal so apparently. it's Tiananmen Square. It's new Tiananmen well, Square. Well, that's what they say. <laughs> and it's become this huge scandal. But that's because the, the perimeter of the White House was at danger of being breached. Yeah. Like do people not get how, how big of a deal that is? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's, Trump said – or Barr said specifically, this shouldn't be happening in America. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be threatening to storm the house of the leader of the country that was duly elected. Yeah. So the media bias continues. And, and let's – so let's talk about this. Trump announced that rallies will return. Yay. In two weeks. And, of course, the media suddenly remembers that there's, there's a COVID. pandemic. I know there's Right? Yeah. Did, did not see the uh, the drone footage of down, of the L.A. protests? Oh, my God, yeah. It's packed to the rat. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's the thing. You can't tell Americans who just saw with their own eyes yeah. tens of thousands of people getting together, most without yeah. masks. Yeah. And say that, oh, well, the president can't have campaign events? Listen, the lockdown is over. It's over. After this, it's over. Do what you want, frankly, right. in my opinion. Do what and you want, shop, do whatever, because it's over. So it's it's painfully transparent what's happening here. Now that the president wants to get back on, on the campaign trail, oh, the virus is an issue yeah, again, yeah, right? Yeah. But 10,000 protesters yeah. and rioters, no problem. Yeah, the right? pause button has been, uh, you know, it's now hit, hit, play. And it's <laughs> going to be really interesting to watch yeah. these left-wing media outlets try to blame anything other than the protests for the spike in coronavirus cases that's inevitably coming. Yeah. That, or it might not. No, it's going to come. It might not be as You bad. saw those people. It might not be and, as bad. And not to mention, not to mention, yeah. the African-American community is disproportionately hit yeah, by this. Yeah, it is. So the racist what? virus, as they call it, is yeah. going to get even more racist, apparently. <laughs> so, again. Well, just ignore them. They're going to make excuses yeah, over excuses. and over again. It'll and be fun. And you just have to ignore them. Ignore the experts. It's the death of the expert. The expert era is over. You mean the experts that were all wrong? Yes. It's over. Painfully Done. wrong. Done. Many times. Done. Flip-flopping. You and know, then, the and WHO yesterday said yeah. asymptomatic transmission, unlikely. Yeah, it was fake This news. morning, wrong. Yeah. Now it's – now it's – they oh. changed. No, it Completely changed, changed course. Okay. They said actually we were wrong yesterday. Okay. And well, we, missed, we misstated what we were trying to say. Okay. Well, again, like I said, it's over. But then you have like the epidemiologist professors at Johns Hopkins, one of the most world-renowned health institutes – medical institutes say – you know, that racism is just as bad as the COVID pandemic and that you should be out there. It's all crock of You know what? Listen. You had that group listen. of liberal health professionals that say, oh, oh well, yeah. you should be out there protesting because this is yeah. worse than COVID. If you're protesting for liberal and support of liberal causes, folks, you're apparently impervious to infection. So you know what? I take that as bullshit. The lockdown is over. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. They've been exposed. It's done. Finished. Over. Over. Yep. And ignore the experts because they don't know what the talking about either well i don't know if i'd go that far but we could have see an expert wheel out a guillotine we that's could, what i say wheel uh, out the guillotines that. for the experts i don't know about that a lot of people think that they know better than they do and they actually don't that's yeah, true because but, you know at the end of the day what was done to stop the spread at the beginning was effective now you could argue whether it should have been in place for this long which yeah. i would think many people would argue yeah. uh but well, we're gonna look back and see the. But if mask you just went full, if you went full herd mentality at the beginning, it wouldn't be a hundred and ten thousand people dead. We're talking about right now. Yeah. It would probably be five hundred. Yeah. So well. President Trump was very successful in stopping deaths, but these blue state governors have taken it too far now, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always been this this air of hypocrisy behind the entire thing. Why can I go to a Walmart, but I can't go get my haircut, or yeah. why can I go to a crowded Walmart? But I can't go to a restaurant and sit outside well, on the patio. Now it's – the best one is now it's, uh, you know, stay home, save lives to why are you home, you selfish bastard? Get the f- out there and protest racism. 
Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the other I mean, thing. okay, so... What, well, the liberal what, mob... What, what? The liberal mob is out in full force, and yeah. the thought police, you know, on the left, the good old thought police, which is basically just an extension of communism, yeah. they are now demanding compliance, of course, because oh, last God. week we had the controversial New York Times op-ed. The staff over there revolted, which resulted in the opinions editor being fired. Yep. Uh, well... Was well, forced was, to resign. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah. We all uh-huh. know that he did. And uh, now, now apparently, the leftist activists in the newsroom get to say what should be in the opinion section, which is the exact opposite of how the entire operation yeah. should work. Yeah. So the New York Times is nothing but a, a flaming pile of liberal garbage at this point, which well, we already who, knew. Jeez, I mean, who knew that Tom Cotton would literally uh, set off the bomb that inside the kill- <laughs> that killed the entire paper pretty much <laughs> right and in philadelphia their top paper the philadelphia inquirer yeah. a top newspaper editor who once led the team to a pulitzer prize doubled the minority staff and was with the paper for 20 years has uh was forced to resign after yeah. publishing a piece with the headline buildings matter too uh which is true well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't have an economy without places of yeah. business. I mean, do they not get this? I mean, yeah. they're probably part they, of the major goal. They probably goal. don't. They don't. Or it's part of the total it's, nefarious goal. It's here. all about mm-hmm. symbolism and gesture with these people. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it, it's it's. I mean, I know we all kind of you know. I mean, campus reform, the college fix, multiple publications that track lefty antics on. In higher education, we all mocked them. We all kind of ignored them a little bit because, you know, who, I mean, who would believe this insane idea? Well, defund the police is now becoming a mainstream idea, or they're trying to make it a mainstream idea. They're taking over the newspapers. They're they're infesting cultural bastions that are highly influential. I mean, we forgot that these kids graduated. Yeah. <laughs> and they now are released into society. I mean, epidemiology professors peddling Democrat talking points pretty much. Like – the, the mob is vast. It's powerful. It's we may have ceded too much ground to them, and we we have to fight back. Otherwise, it's it's it's. I mean, it's over. Well, I don't I know. I mean, right now, I mean, fruit snacks folks are caving to the to the mob. Fruit snacks. I don't know if it's much as much about ceding power because we didn't cede that power. We didn't. Well, we didn't, we didn't actively we, attack it though. That, yeah, that's fine. But there was no. There's not. There's not a good way to actively attack that. We've been talking about liberal bastions in colleges, universities, overall academia for a yeah. long time. Yeah. But no one believed us. Well, yeah. So how do you fight back against that when the liberals are the ones in control there? Yeah. Right. Conservatives have already stopped giving De- money to these colleges. Defund the universities and have state media. Oh, yeah, that's good. There you go. That's me. I could always count on you to go to, like, 120%. <laughs> Full Park Chung-hee right I don't there. even have the energy to argue against that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the economy real quick here. So the recovery has begun after we get a uh, great report on Friday of yes. the jobs numbers when it was expected that we were going to lose, I think it was 9 million jobs. Yeah. We added 2.5 million net jobs in May, uh, bringing the unemployment rate to 13.3%. We also have the stock market reaching all-time highs. People are getting back out there. And uh, so there's some interesting tech tracking of economic indicators. So that's like Google searches for places of business. You have uh, Google searches for maps of like places to go and visit. That's all on the major increase. And we also have news that the U.S. domestic vacation rental market is – at nearly an all-time high. So people are very interested in getting the economy cranking again. I think we're absolutely seeing the uh, the vaunt, vaunted like V formation yeah. in the economy, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think we've reached the bottom there. All right. And I think that the economy is going to boom back. The question is, what will the Democrats do to try to derail it, as they've done with many of these previous uh, so-called crisis yeah, you know situations. Um, to derail it, well, they they they, they launched their first salvo yesterday. I'm sure you read. Uh, apparently, we we hit a recession in in February, and now that we just know about it. In June. Well, I mean, anybody, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> well, usually it takes more yeah. than six months to claim a recession. Yeah. That's right? just standard economy. But, but you, the timing. 
Is it a little odd? I, no, I'm not, I don't read okay. anything into right. that. I think that actually they declared it way before that I anticipated they would oh, because okay. usually right. you have to wait on GDP numbers. Ooh, uh, okay. These are – I don't think these are government economists. I think these are independent economists. Uh, but oh, okay. Well, anyone with a pair of eyes saw that we were in a recession. I mean, when you reach yeah. that amount of unemployment yeah. and that cessation of economic activity like that, I mean, anyone can tell that we were in a recession. And But a Trump the, recession is different than a regular recession. <laughs> well, he's right in the fact that if the economy wasn't so healthy before, yeah. then it would have been much bigger of a disaster. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing this in a lot of other countries where the economy wasn't nearly as strong. They're struggling to rebound, and who knows how long it'll take them to rebound. But... The, the real question is, with the end of Q2 here, so June is ramping back up. That could yeah. help some Q2 numbers. That's good. Will Q3 move into unprecedented growth? Because, remember, we lost you know 10%, 15%, <laughs> yeah. 20% yeah. of GDP. Yeah. No one knows the exact numbers yet because yeah. those haven't been released, which is why I was surprised to see them declaring yeah. recession before it's actually official. But will there be – that Q3 massive growth and spike in the economy yeah. with people getting their jobs back, people resuming economic activity and and taking precautions but basically saying screw the virus, we're still going to go take summer vacations. Yeah. We're still going to go, you know, do things. We're going to go to restaurants, we're yeah. going to go to wineries. I mean, sporting events. Yeah. There should be some resumption of sporting events. Who knows what the crowd yeah. uh, capacities are going to be. Yeah. So, the economy's roaring back to life. But this underlines with the stark contrast here of you have President Trump who's trying to build the great American economy for the second time against against uh, former Vice President Joe Biden who did nothing but hurt the American economy in his 40 years in Washington yeah. through massive disastrous deals with well, China. Let me tell you, there are former there are former Obama economists who predict a explosive Q3 that they just alluded to. I hope so. And it is scaring the hell out of a lot of a lot of Democrats behind the scenes. I think so. J- I mean, his name his name's I believe uh, Jacob Jacob Furman was mm-hmm. like, you know, Biden you know during the lockdown was saying that this is the worst time during the Great Depression. Well, don't say he's like first of all, don't say that because that could be if if, if there is an explosive third quarter growth, he's going to look like a total f-ing idiot. <laughs> yeah. You know, like easily you know, I mean, <laughs> is it? <laughs> we'll it see. It won't be. And if he's like if Trump is smart, he'll be like, "Look, Look Look at what I have brought back. Send me back to Washington. I can finish the job. And you know what? That's a winning message all around. So I think so. And, yeah. and the, the president is working very hard to rebuild the economy after this you know, Chinese virus came in and f- everything up. Yeah. There's a lot more to be talked about there yeah. as far as retribution against the Chinese for what they've done here. But th- it underlines the importance of sending President Trump back to the White House, which all of you know already. But we're hoping that you'll join us in actively supporting the president's reelection campaign. And his birthday is coming up on Sunday, June 14th, Flag Day. I mean, how more patriotic can you yeah, get? Right? Right. The president was born on Flag Day. That's just perfect. <laughs> and there's no better time to express your gratitude for our president and all the work that he does for our great nation than by taking a moment, just a simple moment, to wish him a happy birthday. All you have to do is text REJOICE to 88022 to wish your favorite president a happy birthday. Again, that's REJOICE. R-E-J-O-I-C-E to 88022 to wish President Trump a happy birthday and to join him in the fight to keep America great for four more years. We hope that you will join us in this fight as part of the Trump army to keep America great. But I think uh, more so the, the old slogan should make a return, and they've been using it more, make America great again. Yeah. We made it great yeah. once. Yeah. We wanted to keep it great, yeah. but then we're derailed by a Chinese virus. Yeah. Now we need to a make it great again. A little yellow fever settled in. Oh, we need to – he could say that because he's Asian. Disclaimer. <laughs> a little <laughs> yellow fever We don't need in. to be canceled, OK? A lot of people are losing their jobs right now. So – which is another – I mean we didn't even get to talk about that. But yeah, the, the specific targeting of individuals to make them lose their careers and jobs over the simplest bullshit is yeah. so disgusting. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. An Amy Winehouse costume? That's yeah, yeah. that's what someone got fired over? Are you kidding me? What, is she, um, was she black? No. Race? No, she's white. So they got, they got fired for being white for Halloween? Well, apparently she dressed up as, like, a slightly Mexican or something like that. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw that, the, the of, all, of all places, the, the Bon Appetit editor had to uh, resign because of uh, a blackface photo. 
that he took. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised that that got, like, buried for so long. Well, maybe, you know, North and all that kind of drowned out, filled up the media space. Well, that's the thing. That. That's the thing. If the because, left wants to go down this road... I mean, it's a f***ing food magazine, but whatever. Right. <laughs> then their governor here should have been resigning as well. Yeah. And the attorney general should have been resigning. Yeah. And the alleged rapist lieutenant general or lieutenant governor should have been resigning. Yeah. And that's why he didn't resign was because all of them got taken out and it would have resulted in Republican leadership. Well, now they can because the Speaker of the House is now a Democrat. A Speaker of the Assembly is now a Democrat, so the Democrats maintain control of the governor's mansion. Yeah, well, they're not going to. I know they're not going to. The governor's election here is when? Next year? 2017? So yeah, 2021 next year. Next yeah. year. And uh, there's no – New good, Jersey next year no too. Phil Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so – well, yeah, here, but I hear uh, Terry McAuliffe's going to run again. So we're going to be effed. But he's much more reasonable. But he is. will he yeah. will he be as reasonable? Because back then yeah. it was Republican supermajority in it both was. parts of the it state was. house. It so was. And you know what? And honestly, yeah, it was. And therefore he focused on things that everyone could agree on, which was investing in the state. You know, Cherry McCall brought in billions of dollars of investment in, into the state. I will say that. Yeah, but he's just I will say he's that. just a he, wolf in sheep's clothing. That's true. He was only kept in check because, because of the, the Republicans. Super, I, that's are. true. I know. If the Democrats if the Democrats keep the the one thing is we just need to win back two state senate seats yeah. to break it up. If yeah. we break up, if we yeah. break up the one party rule, yeah. we'll be fine. Agreed, agreed. But, but I'm just saying, as as far as Democrat governors go, he's not. He turned out to be not the worst thing. Yeah. yeah. The the interesting yeah. thing is they want to make a second run at gun control, but okay. it will be an election year. Uh, Next year is an election year. So well, did you see what happened in, in uh, Stafford? Uh, Ellie Ellie wrote about it. it. Democrats got wiped out down there. They yes. had local elections, yep. so this gun thing. Yeah, not but that's good. still that's still a reddish area that was just taken as part of the wave. Yeah. So we'll see. Hey, I, we'll make, not, hey if we can re- reclaim some ground with the way you know that we lost. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with it. It wasn't quite as dramatic as a Republican winning in Fairfax. Like that's not or that's not what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stafford is still on the edges of uh, socialist hellhole that is Northern Virginia here. <laughs> um, Real quick, let's wrap up the show with yeah, the sure. Biden gaffe of the day. Ooh. And uh, he says that you know, essentially it's his deplorables moment here. He says mm-hmm. that certain Americans are not very good people, 10 to 15 percent, in fact, which uh, by my calculations works out to 35 to 45 million okay, people. So that's he's talking. So about essentially us. he's talking about us. Yeah. Again. Uh, Where do you get that number? I don't know. You know. <laughs> what the f- this? What the f- it's an arbitrary <laughs> percentage, right? It's an arbitrary percentage, and he was just, you know, speaking his quote truth essentially. Uh, and they live in an alternate reality. But let's go ahead and take a listen to that clip because he could barely even put the sentence together anyway. But let's let's roll that clip. And the words the president says matter. So when a president stands up and divides people all the time, you're going to get the worst of us to come out, the worst in us all to come out. This president talks constantly talks about equality without without lecturing, talks about and has administrations that looks like the country and the rest, it changes attitudes. And it's about the attitude of the country. Do we want our kids, do we, do we really think this is as good as we can be as a nation? I don't think the vast majority of people think that. There are probably anywhere from 10 to 15 percent of the people out there that are just not very good people. I mean, is this- Put grandpa is this- to bed. Well, you know, the left, all the left is talking about now is we need a president who unifies us. Yeah. This that's not ain't it. Yeah. This that's, ain't it. That's not it. And Funny. Oh, yeah. this this was during a uh, town hall addressing racial inequality. Oh, my God. And he just says that, you know, 15% of Americans, terrible people. Was he, uh, was he on time for that speech? <laughs> because, yeah. you know, he was very late for his big economic speech on the days that the job numbers was absolutely through the roof. So you know that they're doing rewrites. And even then he... Up, well, so. that's because, yeah, they had to rewrite the entire yeah. remarks. But here's why I think that it's very smart for President Trump to be getting back out on the campaign trail. And now I hope that they'll hold these rallies in outdoor areas mm-hmm. where they also can provide masks to the crowd, and I don't think it'll be an issue. However, because you know they're going to get criticized for that. Yeah. You know they're going to get yeah. – I mean they're going to try to blame the spike in corona from the protests on President Trump even yeah. though there's no way you can like scientifically do that. But by doing that, he's forcing Biden's hand. Mm-hmm. Biden's been able to sit in the basement, do carefully curated interviews, not be asked questions by the general press on anything. You mean the body double, yes. 
Yeah, the body yeah. double has you to be and evil. that theory. I'm telling you, um, Joe Biden's dead. But he's forcing his hand. Yeah. So I think that's very smart strategically to do that. Yeah. And the RNC is cash flush, and we have a great war chest for the coming battle this fall, uh, and the rest of this summer. But I can tell you, it's it's going to be nasty. It's yeah. it's going to be unlike any election we've ever seen, and. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any limits. This COVID bull, but I agree. Yeah, I, think, I don't think I there's think, any limits. Yeah, it's gonna be no holds barred. It has to be. Everyone views this as a zero sum game. Well, maybe it is now. Maybe it yeah. is. Well, they called the last election the Flight ninety three election, but yeah. this one may be even worse. Yeah. So it's definitely the most important election of our lifetimes because the only thing standing between us and socialism is President Trump. Yes. That's what it comes down to, right? Obviously, well, we need to keep the Senate. Order and disorder now, apparently. Well, yeah, law and order yeah. versus riots Chaos. and mobs, yeah, anar- right? Order versus anarchy here. I mean, this is not, this is becoming a very easy election to see, <laughs> to decide on, frankly. Yep. And it's never, the, I mean, the choice has never been clearer, obviously, yeah. and you're supporting President Trump's re-election. Yeah. But I'm hoping that you'll join us in actively supporting his re-election campaign. His birthday, President Trump's birthday, is coming up on Sunday, June 14th on Flag Day. There's no better time to express your gratitude for our president and all the work he does for our great nation than by taking a moment to wish him a happy birthday. All you have to do is text REJOICE to 88022 to wish your favorite president a happy birthday. Again, that's REJOICE, R-E-J. O-I-C-E to 88022 to wish President Trump a happy birthday and to join him in the fight to keep America great for four more years. And we must keep America great. And that's where we're going to wrap the show up on today. The markets course, trust Trump? The markets trust Trump? Yeah. I mean, th- I mean that, that's real quick before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the people always ask, why is the market so high right now when we have such high unemployment and other economic indicators to cl- you know, declaring recession and lag yeah. and stuff like yeah. that? That's because the smart people in this country, the big money, are betting, are betting on a massive economic resurgence and also betting that more likely than not President Trump should and would be reelected. Yeah. Because if we were if we were in a very uh, bad zone of and, and then also Bernie being taken out helped calm things down yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. But Joe Biden, you know, is is going further and further to the left. So I think that the market's betting on President Trump winning re-election, and I hope that's the case. Um, just wanted to give a shout-out to some great people who have given us reviews. Obviously, our good friend Harrison, thanks for the shout-out on the review. Uh, Baxwar777, thanks so much for your review. It's Mike from Washington State. Thanks for the shout-out in those podcast oh, reviews. Washington State, the... Yeah, oh, yep. And yeah. Uh, we have Catamount1234. Uh, the best podcast out there. Thank you so much for your review. And Jay Thanks, Lloyd, twelve seventy seven. All you need to know about the facts of what's going on in this country, and we do it for you guys. Obviously, we love all of our fans. Thank you so much for tuning yeah. into Triggered. Don't forget you can, to vote. <laughs> well, yeah, don't yeah. forget to vote if you have yeah. primaries. Vote in yeah. good Republicans that support the president. Like-minded family members and friends, get them in your car. Get them to the polls. Yeah, get the poll operation yeah. out there and. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. You can follow us on our personal accounts and message us anytime. Or you can email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from all of you. Uh, Thanks a lot for tuning in today, and we'll be back here for another episode of Triggered on Thursday. See you then.